Hello, I'm Arafat. I'm in the UK. And I'm Mohammed, and I'm in the US. And you're listening to Slow Pit Stop. <laughs> oh no, now I lost Arafat. <laughs> I'm back. How? What happened to you? What, where did you go? I got a notification that says your computer is not allowing Riverside to record. Please refresh the page. Oh, that's what happened to me the first time too. I don't know. Okay, are we are we good now? Can we start? Hello and welcome to a very special mini episode of Slow Pit Stop. I'm joined as always by my co-host Muhammad. Hi Muhammad. Hi guys. And we thought we'd just make a mini episode to discuss all, well, not all, but a lot of the events that have been happening on social media today because it's been quite spicy, I think. Uh, Muhammad, you uh, live in America, so you are behind on these things because you you are blissfully asleep. Um, But Lewis Hamilton managed to tweet one word that broke F1 Twitter, I think. When did you first become aware? Yeah, so a couple days ago, I remember that people were saying, oh, Nelson Piquet called Lewis Hamilton the N-word. And people were saying like, oh, you know, it's not actually the N-word, but in the context, it's racist. And it was like from last year or something. And I I didn't think, you you know, it wasn't really going anywhere. People weren't talking about it. And then right when I went to sleep last night, CNN Brazil posted it. And it was like a headline, Nelson Piquet implies N-word or something like that. And then I went to sleep and... Man, when I woke up, it was like an avalanche of tweets and stuff going on. It was so exciting. I was so excited. So I was following our friends at the 44. And, you know, like you said, people were talking about this as a bit of a a swell on social media. Um, And eventually the uh, Formula One put out a statement which said, Discriminatory or racist language is unacceptable in any form and has no part in society. Lewis is an incredible ambassador for our sport and deserves respect. And this was followed up by a statement from the FIA and then uh, Ferrari, Aston Martin, McLaren. These are just a few that I've seen. I'm not sure if others um, posted stuff or not. One thing I want to say is there was a good tweet from Valeria which said, Guys, no need to attack those who are speaking up because they do, didn't do it when you wanted them to. People don't live online 24-7. So, you know, this yeah. is all just happening today. But Lewis Hamilton then came on and just posted the word imagine as a quote tweet on someone else's, someone called Harry, that said, what if Lewis Hamilton just tweeted, who the F is Nelson Piquet, then closed Twitter? You know, like that's a a running thing people will say about Lewis Hamilton on Twitter. Like people will be like, Lewis Hamilton should just come on and be like, who the hell is Max Verstappen? And then, you know, log off or who the hell is Christian Horner? And yeah. log off. Who the hell is Marco? Like people say that as a joke all the time. And I guess it yeah. shows you that he's like paying attention on Twitter. Like he's like watching us and he's seeing like what we tweet. Cause he saw that <laughs> and he was like, yeah, imagine. <laughs> it, was, it was, it was, it was incredible. perfect. I actually felt quite sad about this stuff until he tweeted that because I was thinking this is really rough on him and it's a really horrible thing to have to go through and you just know you know we're coming up to a Grand Prix weekend the press is going to ask him about it and this is one thing he's the victim of this and part of the being the victim is the press then harass you even more oh Lewis what do you think about Nelson oh yeah, blah blah yeah. blah should this this uh, 
you know, no one's going after Nelson right no. now is what I thought. Yeah. And, um, but Lewis just did that. And I thought, you know what? He's just got such a great attitude and spirit. And he's, he's, he's probably mentally in such a good place right now. And we've all, well, we've all, <laughs> many of us and our listeners have experienced racist abuse in the past. And the way you handle it, I think, depends on the, a lot in the headspace that you're in in that time. You know, someone can say something really, really horrible to me, but if I'm in a good place in my head, I'm like, yeah, whatever. And then other times, someone says something really small and it's really, really upsetting. Um, So I just feel like Lewis is in a really good headspace and I'm excited for him to come to Silverstone and, uh, you know, just just fight hard in that Grand Prix, bring this attitude to the track. Yeah, it's pretty amazing how he stays positive, you know, through so much. And he said on his Twitter, like, I've been surrounded by this mindset since I've been in the sport. So it's not like new to him, but I think it's still jarring for a lot of us as fans to see because it's so like, you don't see this kind of stuff in other sports. Like I can't imagine if a white like coach or team owner in the NFL called a black player, the N word, it would be over. It would be like over Mm. for that coach. He'd be fired. It'd be like a huge deal. And I think it's not unreasonable for people on Twitter to say Nelson PK needs to do more than just apologize because we've come to a place in our society now where to say things like that is... And okay, and I want to make something clear. I know it's not the real N-word. I've heard what people say, people who speak Portuguese, they've said that it's not technically the N-word. It doesn't have the same connotation. But the fact that he only referred to one player by his skin color... And he added the little, like, little next to it is very clearly him being racist or implying that. So I just want to make that clear that I know it's not a straight up N-word. But if that still was said in any other sport, it would be, you know, over. It would be such a huge deal. So I think Nelson Piquet, the minimum he needs to do is to apologize minimally, minimally. And then, you know, we need to see other ramifications from that, you know. And it's coming right on the I think Yuri Vips, which is crazy. Yeah, I, w- I want to quickly talk about a couple of layers to this in terms of why it's entertaining online. And then we'll come on to, as you said, should actions have consequences? Um, so for people that don't know, Nelson Piquet was a three-time world champion. He won... Um, he won three times? World championship. Yeah, he won, I think, 81, 84, 87, something what? like that. And he's, he's frequently rated as one of the top drivers in history. Like, he, he knows his stuff. His son, Nelson Piquet Jr., uh, also has a place in history as crashing his car on purpose in Singapore so that Fernando Alonso could go on and win the race because it brought the safety car out. And that mm. resulted in his team principal and someone else being thrown a out. A lot of Formula people got One. fired. And, people and were... Renault receiving... Yeah. yeah, Renault received a suspended ban from the sport. Yeah, the interesting thing about Nelson Piquet, his daughter, Kelly Piquet, goes out with Max Verstappen. Mm-hmm. And you know, the sins of the father and all of that, it shouldn't fall onto and the rest of the family. What Nelson does, it's not their fault, mm-hmm. right? Um, but interestingly, other family members have started leaning into this. So, someone called Rodrigo Pique uh, put out a thing on Instagram with a picture of the grandma and uh, Nelson next to him. Oh it my and said, god, uh, the mother and of my father and my uncle's soul and heart. She called all of us N word. It's not about what it is about love. Effing hypocritical world. Hashtag PK. And he, and then that was no! liked by Kelly PK. And then... Oh, that's so cringe. 
No! And then Kelly PK <laughs> had a playlist on her Spotify, which um, was just called Black with a little purple devil emoji. And I had like Jay-Z, Kanye, all that kind of stuff. And she <laughs> oh could have just God. called it hip-hop, rap, whatever. <laughs> but today she removed that that title of the playlist, the, the name of the playlist from as black to just like blank. And so all of this stuff started surfacing up and it's just been like, oh my God. But it's the fact that people are leaning into it as well. And Red Bull have not come out and said, we condemn that. It puts them in a really difficult position because as an organization, clearly they didn't want this. Clearly <laughs> they don't support this. And it's just a PR nightmare for them because you can't upset the lead driver. The lead driver is like, I don't think he supports these views or has any of that, but he's in a difficult position, you know, potentially his future in-law. He doesn't want to publicly come out and shame him, so mm-hmm. to speak. Um, so what Red Bull did was they said, following its investigation into an <laughs> online incident involving Yuri Vips, Oracle Red Bull Racing has terminated Yuri's contract as its test and reserve driver. The team do not condone any form of racism. So it's like they looked at everyone and went, right, we've got Nelson Kuka, he's not our employee. We've got family members that we always give passes to and are in our paddock. We don't really want to upset them. Here's Yuri. Let's let's make him the sacrificial lamb in this situation. To be fair, Yuri did something wrong. Yuri used the N-word last week while playing Call of Duty or something. And I think action should face consequences. And I think the thing that's amazing and quite brilliant is... I think if Lewis Hamilton wasn't around, well, I think there's two factors to this. Number one is Lewis Hamilton just being in the sport and being an ambassador and being, you know, the character that he has, I think has put Red Bull in a position where they couldn't ignore what Yuri did. I think had it been in the past or, you know, had Nelson said this sort of stuff in the past in the papers or whatever, people would just make you do an apology and move on. Whereas I think because of Lewis's presence and his fight for equality, Red Bull can't simply say Yuri has learned a lesson and move on. <laughs> but I think there's a second side of this, which I think is, you know, this happened last year, but lots of people bring up yeah. now. And this is the internet age and it's young people. And I don't know, in my experience, you know, people of the next generation, when I see them at work, medical students or whatever, I'm really impressed by, you know, they don't care about hierarchy. They, they know their rights and they know how to stand up for them. Whereas, you know, maybe people of my generation and older, if we saw something that wasn't right, we might have just been like, just keep your mouth shut. You don't want to rock the boat. Keep going. And then, you know, we can make it better when we're in a position of power. Whereas I find a lot of young people now, even if they don't have the power, they're like, no, we're going to speak out about Mm -hmm. this. Uh, And I think because of that, again, Red Bull is in a position, Drive to Survive, Lewis Hamilton, all these people are brought in a much younger audience that Formula One has to reckon with? As, a, as the closest thing we have to a young person, what do you think? <laughs> I'm a 60-year-old man trapped in the body of a 26-year-old. Uh, I just want to say, okay, there's a lot to yeah. unpack there. Number one, the like nephew or whatever, his Instagram post. Dude, listen. Just, oh, just so back, bad. Back, just back. That is the worst. That is so cringy. That is so cringy and bad. That is absolutely the worst response he could have made and i'm just so shocked and kelly pk liking it these celebrities need to know at this point that anytime what is worse what is worse rodrigo pk putting this in 
or other people saying that this N word wasn't the full N word. It's actually a term of endearment. You know, it means. But it's the same thing. Man. We're saying it's the it same as an thing, endearing though. thing. Okay, oh, okay. Well, I it's guess it's just this. terrible, isn't it? The thing is, like, people will always, always uh, deny that Lewis Hamilton faces racism on Facebook. In the comments to the FIA statement, it was a bunch of people saying, nobody's racist against Lewis. We just don't like the way he drives. And I don't know if they're saying that not knowing the context of the statement or if they legitimately believe that with the statement, you know, and knowing the context. Mm. But I think people for a long time just didn't believe that Lewis Hamilton faced racism. It's the same way, like, okay, I know I'm kind of, this is a little off topic, but it's from my personal experience. But a lot of people don't believe that Muslims face discrimination either, at least in the United States. I've had people tell me that Islamophobia doesn't exist, whereas as a Muslim, I know it does. So I think that people were always going to make excuses. But when it comes to a PR standpoint now and going out in public and making a statement, don't make an excuse. Just apologize. Even if you haven't been educated and you don't understand why what you did was wrong, just apologize. Like, it's just so Like, you know, like, Yuri Vips saying that, what did he say, pink is a gay color or something, and then also using the N-word. Like, we are in 2022. You need to know better than to do that. Like, this isn't 2008 playing Call of Duty with just your friends. You are live streaming this to tens of thousands of people. You need to know better at this point, you know? What worries me is, on the one hand, we, we see people like Nelson Piquet, and some of us are just like, he's a dinosaur, He'll be dead soon, whatever. But actually, you've got Yuri Vips, who's only like four years old. And there was that Formula 3 or Formula 4 driver recently that did a Nazi salute on the podium. Oh, and yeah. And he said, oh, just waving to my dad like this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, this is this. We, we, we like sometimes to think of these terrible things as being like old people and things that happened yesterday. But actually, young people are coming through as well. And while we have this unwritten code of you should know better maybe the FIA and everyone should be more explicit and say, this is a code of conduct. We expect everyone to follow. This is what is unacceptable. And this will be the consequence. Because lots of people are like, oh, it's unfair what's happened to Yuri. Like, he's probably not lost his Formula 2 seat. If you read the language carefully, he's lost his contract. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's definitely still driving reserve Formula driver. 2. Yeah. They didn't say that he's. they've removed him from their junior program or anything. So, yeah. And some people are saying that's too harsh. Some people are saying it's not harsh enough. I think it needs to be explicit from the beginning. The FIA need to come and say, this is what we expect from our drivers. This is what we expect the consequences to be if you overstep a line. Yeah. And we are actively going to be doing uh, teaching for young people about racism and about language yeah. rather than just the punishment coming and being a random thing, which we don't know if it's just or unjust. We need to have the whole process put in place. And that's where the FIA and Formula One can come in instead of just putting tweets out. I just want to add about Yuri Vips that, especially these younger drivers, I some of them I actually don't think are fully educated. I don't think Yuri Vips is a racist at heart. I think he is an idiot. Um, and for them, I'd rather they be educated and get yeah, taught why what they did is wrong um, and then go out and change. You know, there's a... I, Maybe this is like again we're just doing a chat, right? There's it's an unstructured talk, but like I think it was 2015 or something, or maybe 2014. Lewis Hamilton said about his nephew, he was like, "Why are you wearing a dress? Boys can't wear dresses," and you know he got some yeah. flack for that, right? He people were like, "Oh, you can't say that," you know. And what I think yeah. was interesting is he took the feedback to heart, he learned from it, 
and then he partnered with male fashion designers and he wore like a I don't know if it was exactly a dress, but something that looked like a dress. It was a skirt. Yeah, it yeah. was a skirt. Yeah. Yeah, and he wore that to uh, the Met Gala last year. So clearly, and then he, and then I think he went to Disney World with his nephew, dressed in a dress, in a skirt or something. So that's sort of what we want to see. I don't want to oh, see. Know about that. Yeah. I, I think. Oh yeah, I could be wrong. Then I thought I saw a video of that. But anyway, that's what we want to see. We want to see people learn from their mistakes. We want to see consequences applied when. People cross the line, and yeah, I think yeah, I think with Nelson Piquet, he's like one of those guys that's not going to change. I didn't know he won three times though. That's okay. That is pretty impressive for yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From a driving but point of view, I um, that's the thing about the young drivers. I think we need to say to them before the event, yeah, if this happens, these are the consequences. Rather than it just coming out of nowhere and then we saying, oh, we've ruined someone's career. Yeah. Blah, blah, we can say, look. They were told yeah, yeah. before, this is the consequence. And they still did it, yeah. we've done active education and taught them and taken them to all these different programs and community projects, whatever, so that they learn to understand and celebrate other people mm-hmm. before anything like this happens. Um, and there's enough money in the FIA to do these things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I agree. I think it should be like a, a written code of conduct that there is no racism and we don't tolerate terminology like this. And... I don't know. The, Hate of any kind. The, exactly. And the bare minimum the FIA could do, maybe not the bare minimum, but a solid first step would be banning Nelson Piquet from the paddock for life. Because, like, he doesn't even need to be at races anymore, not really. And that would really show a message yeah. that we're against yeah. this. The one thing I want to get your opinion on, though, there's a lot of people online saying that people saying we stand with Lewis isn't enough. They need to go after Nelson and a lot of these statements that have come out haven't mentioned Nelson PK by name. I know Charles Leclerc had a really nice statement come out. I actually, I really like Charles Leclerc's statement. But he, again, he said, I stand with Lewis. I love his personality. I love his attitude towards other drivers. We need to share that attitude amongst ourselves. But he didn't mention Nelson by name. Do you think that, you know, people are wrong or are they afraid of mentioning? Or do they not even need to mention him by name? It's pretty obvious. So, one, I think it's obvious. Two, I think you then with a vague statement, incorporate what Nelson has said, plus the backlash that is now coming on Lewis yeah. because of that, yeah. all those people. And three, I don't know, but I wonder if there's some sort of libel or legal jeopardy or something, oh. if you accuse someone of something, um, which is pretty obvious, but still, I don't know. I don't know if there is Maybe it's their some PR issues doing around then. that. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But I... Um, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it would help if someone named him. But at the same time, I think rather than naming him in statements, like you said, some firm, because lots of people are like, oh, you know, we need to learn from this, learn from this, learn from this. Like racism isn't new. Uh, And like Lewis said, the time for action is now. And so I think if there was a consequence, I don't think he'll get a ban from the paddock. But if you got a suspension, it would send a message. Mm hmm. Um, no, Banner from the paddock. Why is he? He doesn't need to be at the paddock. What other famous Formula One drivers from the past are still at the paddock at races regularly? No one. Who's still there? Yeah, even Alan Prost got kicked out by Renault. (laughs) 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 But yeah. But I think sending a message like that and saying these are the consequences, and then again being explicit about the future, just says if anybody past or present or whatever uses hate language or whatever these are the consequences that we expect um 
I don't think they'll give him a permanent ban because his son crashed into a wall on purpose and they cheated and Flavio Buratore is on the paddock now. So if Flavio can't be banned forever, I don't think anyone can be banned forever. No, but he uh, he turned stateside witness. That's what happened. He said, I will testify for the FIA that no, my no. team... Didn't he? Yeah, against Flavio Briatore. Yeah, Flavio Briatore was banned. And now he's oh, hanging around. Flavio the is he's on back. The starting... Wow. Yeah, Flavio's <laughs> been back for a while. Uh... And people don't talk about it too much, but he's there. So I think if they if they can let someone like Flavio in the paddock, um, they're not going to stop Nelson. Okay, but um, what about Fernando so yeah, just... Alonso, you know, driving off the track in Baku in order to yellow flag or say bring the safety car out this past year what about that where's the where's the scandal <laughs> do you know what i'm Wait, talking about uh, well flavio is what yeah i don't know what you're talking about but flavio is fernando's manager isn't he oh is he i didn't Still? know that <laughs> i think he always has been yeah, yeah oh okay yeah. i didn't know that um fine That's so but funny. i'm gonna close with a tweet from virtual Statsman, which i really like which says i've come to realize lately that lewis hamilton is not only statistically the most successful f1 driver but culturally the most important racing driver of all time. As a sporting legend and force for change in the world, his name belongs with Muhammad Ali and Billie Jean King. I tweeted that out earlier today. What are you playing? Nothing, just keep talking. You tweeted that out earlier today, and I think... <laughs> and I think... Um, yeah, if Lewis wasn't there, the FIA wouldn't be having to deal with all these conversations, and I think it's a good thing that they're uncomfortable. Uh, and I hope that they take some positive steps. I fear that they won't, but time will tell. I agree, and I just want to play this out with one last thing. (laughs) Very good. Thank you, everyone, and goodbye from Slow Pit Stop. Bye.